everyone, welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for your games from the Game Pass Collection. I am the operator of this mission, Andrew. With me, our terrorist, Keith. Hello. And of course, our recruit, Liz. Hey guys. And this week was a listener pick, so thank you very much, Rune, for the suggestion. And this week, we played Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege by Ubisoft Studios. Uh, so, I always wanted to ask, Keith, did you have any experience with Rainbow Six before? Minimal. I play. I I know I played some of them, but not a lot, and I couldn't tell you which one. Yeah, I remember. I've I forgot how much I enjoyed Rainbow Six games. Um, so I first got into the second one. It came out like '96. I think it was I think it was called like Rainbow Six Rogue Spear. That's what it was. But yeah, I don't know if you remember. So you originally play online. You had to connect to like MSN website and. Do weird funky things like ah oh, man, I've been playing Rainbow Six games for a while. Was that on PlayStation Two? No, it's just PC. Oh. Uh, eventually, it hit consoles. It hit PlayStation Two and original Xbox. It, it had its own version, but Rainbow Six has come a long way. Uh, the original versions, it was a kind of a SWAT simulator. You had two squads, and you basically had to coordinate plans and have your people move to certain locations and breach and clear, try to take up terrorists. But one thing that's always been very famous with Rainbow Six is the time to kill is instant. Basically, one bullet and you're dead. And it still kind of maintains that a little bit with this. So Rainbow Six Siege is just strictly multiplayer. There's no campaign. Well, there's a little bit. There's a little bit of training missions you can do, but there's not much of a story with it. So it still very much feels like Rainbow Six, which I think is great. But going around... um, for me, this is a definite game. I really enjoyed my time with it. Like I said, I have actually a pretty extensive history with Rainbow Six. I've been playing it, yeah, since like 96. I love the Rainbow Six Vegas games. Rogue Spear was one of my favorites. I played it so much. On 360, there was a... I can't remember what version it was. But uh, there was another one. Or that when like Xbox Live was first new. Oh, I played that game forever. But anyway... This is a definite game for me. It's almost like the internet doesn't exist and you couldn't have looked that up ahead of time. Uh, I did, but I already forget it. <laughs> also, ink doesn't exist. But anyways, I I don't have it's anything... It's a good game, it's just not for you? No, no, I'm, it's it's a pass for me just because it's just so not for me. Um, it, <laughs> I don't have really any bad things to say about this game as a whole um, or that I'll, I'll have to say throughout it, but other than I just did not have fun. I'm no good at it. The the basically zero time to kill is like just so painful for me because I'm just so not good with that speed. So I, I don't see myself playing this game. I think it's a fantastic Game Pass game though. Just it's not for me. I'm surprised. I'm going to give it a game and honestly almost close to a definite game because I actually really enjoyed playing it. I didn't think that I would like it because when I was doing the training, I was so bad, I couldn't pass any of them. Like the first one. (laughs) Yeah, I would get to the end and I would panic shoot and you just see this arc of bullets in like the replay or I'd get really excited and accidentally shoot the hostage. So when Andrew's like, let's just play, let's just play, I was like, oh no. (laughs) But yeah, I'm going to give it a game. I had so much fun and uh, if Andrew was like, hey, let's play this game, I would would totally keep playing it. And uh, before we continue... uh, important housekeeping note for this game so since it hit game pass just recently 
uh, as a Game Pass subscriber, you get like the year one and you also get like the deluxe edition. Do not play this game until those add-ons are downloaded. If you boot this game up before those add-ons are downloaded, you will not get any of the operators. So that's what happened with you, Keith. You booted the game up before you had the add-on. So even when you download the add-ons after, it does not give you credit. I was looking up online to see if there was some sort of fix, and apparently this has been a glitch for a while. So very important, do not play the game until the add-ons are completed. The add-ons are only like a couple megabytes. They're super quick download. So be patient, make sure it's fully downloaded, because if not, you will have to earn all the operators, and that'll take a very long time. Oh, that's so infuriating, because... I was going to get into that and why, again, at least for me personally, this game was just a huge pass. And, well, apparently it was avoidable. So that sucks. But yeah, uh, very good, very good tip then, if you have not downloaded this game already. I had to buy them all too, right? Yes. Uh, But I think it's because technically you're not like a Game Pass subscriber. Oh, gotcha. You're kind of using mine. So I think it only kind of... You get cash pretty quick, I feel like. Relatively, so I mean the ones that are more expensive. Like I was buying the one thousand dollar ones, like pretty quick. But then there was like ten thousand, and I'm not sure about after that. But yeah, uh, I guess to first start off with a couple of hot tips. If yeah, if you don't have the operators, the original operators are only a thousand in-game currency, which will take you about three or four games, depending if you're winning or losing. And not only that, this is one thing that irritates me. To do daily challenges, you have to open another app. Ubisoft has like their own app that connects all their games together, and that's where you go to see your challenges. And if you actually go there, you can actually get a couple like boosters to increase the amount of in-game currency you're getting. So you can actually get a lot of in-game currency pretty quick by activating those. Then they have to sign up too. Yeah, you have to give them like your email too, which is kind of annoying. A ton of Ubisoft emails now. Yeah, it's the unfortunate bit about it. So that's another little caveat you got to worry about. But starting off, so as I said, this is mostly multiplayer. There is a little bit of a single player and there is a bit of a story, which I was kind of surprised there wasn't a kind of sensitivity warning. I, I don't know if you guys finished all the training missions, but the final mission, you're actually playing with real people on your team going against the computer. But the final mission is a school shooting. And yeah, it's like uh, a Harvard-esque school. They they give the school like a generic name, but it looks like Harvard. But yeah, they're gassing students and shooting them in the middle of the schoolyard. And it's kind of like, I'm kind of surprised there's not a warning. Like, because that's, that's pretty sensitive. It's pretty brutal. I did not know that. I Because even in games like Call of Duty, they warn you with like the airport levels and stuff in the previous ones, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's kind of why I'm surprised. They're like, oh, you might want to skip this cutscene. Yeah, that's that's a little much. I, I was just going to ask if you thought it was possible that there was purgatory involved somewhere. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of kidnappings going on and a lot of bombs, and you're just doing it over and over. Maybe it's purgatory. I don't know. Nope. I did not think that at all. Well, well I actually, you said that there was kind of a campaign mode, kind of... Uh, a story I felt like it was actually tricky to navigate when you first load in because I wasn't sure because there's multiple like training-esque things and I actually thought it was kind of confusing I know that there's a video at the beginning and you have like the training modules that you do and then you obviously have the multiplayer and at the time there was this amazing Halloween uh, game thing that you could play but 
That was confusing. No, I agree. I found the interface to be really unnecessary convoluted because there's not a lot to the game. You very much, when you're playing multiplayer, you have, yeah, you have training, you have tutorial, you have the newcomer playlist, unranked, ranked, and then if there's a seasonal. Like, that's not a lot of game modes. And so for whatever reason, you kind of have to like dig a little bit through the menus. I think they could have just really cleaned up the interface, which I'm surprised they haven't. This game's been out now for two years, over over two years. And so I thought it was just kind of weird that the interface is just unnecessarily convoluted. Wait, I thought it was like five years old. Oh, it might be. It feels like it's, I don't know. Unless I, I looked up the wrong thing on Metacritic. No, you might be right. 2015 is when all the reviews started coming in. Thanks. I think you're right. I think it is five years old. Man, it feels like it hasn't been that long. And this game is still going strong. Like, there are new operators coming out. I mean, by the time this episode airs, it's the operator's probably out. This can but, confirm April 7th, 2015, because the internet exists. So I just used that to confirm, for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Keith, for contributing to this episode. I'm just, I'm just here to be, you know, helpful with my hot tips about, you know, using using the resources <laughs> available to you. But anyway. I also felt like there could have been a tutorial mode. Like, for instance, when I was playing, I saw people, like, there was one instance where I smashed uh, the floor open and I got shot and I saw a guy lying on the ground and I warned you guys that he was actually laying on the ground. But I didn't even realize you could do that or same with, like, when you're starting up the game, you can change your scope because I was complaining to Andrew, I'm like, I feel like I can't zoom in at all. And you don't have a lot of time to change your weapons and stuff because the games load rather quickly. But there are a lot of things that I was just like, I didn't know I could do that. Like having another scope or like having the scope better was amazing. Yeah, I found the tutorial and explanations of a lot of things really minimal. Is there this, a tutorial? This game, yeah, there is. But I will say this game is very much trial by fire. I remember when I first started playing this, like trying to figure out the scopes and stuff. And if you're trying to do it in the middle of a match, you have like 10 seconds. You got to quickly pick your gun, pick your loadout, figure out what you're doing because you're getting thrown right in. So yeah, I found I found it to be a little bit difficult on the learning curve. Which it's also kind of frustrating because something that I read and something that you kind of dealt with a little bit is that this game isn't the friendliest. So I feel like I would have been very uncomfortable just jumping in because people get like really butthurt very quickly. And like one thing that Andrew taught me is that you can like, if you're attacking, you at the beginning you have a drone go in and you try to figure out if it like if it's a hostage, where's the hostage, where's the bombs, like all that kind of stuff. And you can have like the drone go around the people and they might accidentally shoot each other. But like a big complaint that I saw online is that people get upset and just kill their teammates if they get shot or and then Andrew had somebody like rage messaging him <laughs> even though he it just like and but that's something I read online that a lot of people think that this is kind of a toxic game community, I guess. You can definitely or I, I get the vibe of that when I play this game. It's just one of those games that seems very very uh, fan based. Um was like cult fandom almost where it's just like if you love this game you love it or it's just a game really or same with like another complaint i don't know if you can still do it but they would kick people if they chose the character that they wanted i just saw a lot of complaints about the about the game you can only do that if you're in a custom game if you're in a ranked yeah they they can't kick you yeah but they can shoot you yeah Yeah. they can shoot you but then they (laughs) end up getting kicked which end up just screwing your entire team over but I, I will say, as far as a community goes, I will say I think this game has a very vocal community. 
I have had both positive and negative with the community. I don't think it's the worst. I've definitely played worse communities such as like League of Legends or Dota. Like some of those community people are, are awful. But I've had some good moments. I actually played this game a couple months ago. I actually bought it when it was like five bucks. And so I was very early in the game and I was pretty bad. And I was playing with, I, they were all friends. There was four of them. They were like 14 years old. They were like high school kids. But they were actually super friendly. They were giving me all these tips, how to figure out like areas to go. They invited me to their party. They just were like screwing, like they were having fun with me. And they always got excited if I got a kill because I was the new person. So I actually had like some fun moments with some people in the community. But yeah, as Liz was saying, you will get people who will rage at you. And it's generally people who are worst on your team. So this game will give you just like a lot of anxiety. So the game's played by rounds. You have one life. If you die, you're out that round. And so it's uh, 5v5. And if you're basically the last person alive in your team, your entire team is watching you. <laughs> and so you have like a lot of anxiety of like, crap, I better not screw up because literally everyone's watching you. Or and even at the beginning when you're the drone, at one point you're just like, Liz, you're the, the last one. We're all watching you. <laughs> and I was like in the basement. I couldn't figure out how to get to the second floor where the, the bombs actually were. And I was like, it made me so uncomfortable. There's a hot tip how to not get your drone killed. Just go where there aren't any enemies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I would get people on my team like saying I'm bad because I'm the last person alive and I didn't win the round. But it was like 1v3. And it's like, well, maybe if you didn't die... I probably would have teammates and probably would have done better. I was I would be top of my score on my team, but I'd still get people messaging saying I'm bad, even though I'm the best on the team, but just because I didn't win the round. So you'll kind of get these weird moments. You actually, I feel like, are safer if you're the worst. <laughs> or same with teabagging. It's like, how is that still a thing in games? Like, why am I still seeing that? Ah, kids always have fun with things like that. Never going to get away with that. Yeah. But I, I will. I think this is, is a very vocal community. I can see that. I was fortunate. I didn't have anyone yelling at me. I'm surprised not, because I don't know. I, but maybe it was because I was always on the bottom. I, that might be the issue or non-issue, I guess. Actually, um, yeah, because I didn't actually really have much. But I was never the last one standing. Well, it was a few times. It's very, very rare. And usually, I yeah. was, and it was so uncomfortable knowing that. Because, I mean, some people can look at cameras and stuff, but, like, I can't do the fancy tricks that other people can do. Like, I'm still trying fancy to Fancy tricks out... like aiming. No, like, <laughs> peeping around corners and just being stealthy. And, I mean, you can definitely, it's an art. Like, you can go into it like me, and I can, like, guns blazing, and then you hide. But there's a lot of, um, a lot of cool things and tricks that you can learn. Yeah, that's what I really loved about Rainbow Six Siege. This is this is a very high skill game. It's a lot of knowing corners, knowing the map, knowing angles to go, because you can repel up the building, you can go through roofs, you can, a majority of the walls are destructible, so you can create your own ways to the objective. And then you also learn too, cause like I, there was one game that somebody broke the window behind me and shot me like right away. And then the second round, he did it again and I was like okay I'm staying away from the windows now <laughs> but it's like so for me it's like I, I felt like I was learning along, along the way yeah that's where I think this or I, I imagine this game is just like a very like black and white game you that where you just love it or hate it because it's so high skill based that the people who get good at it will never go away from this game and they're just going to expect that everyone they play with is on that level 
And so you don't have like a lot of people who are in the middle about this who are just like, eh, maybe I'll pick it up for a couple games and then not for another three weeks. You either but that's, love it or hate it, I think. But that's why it's fun when you play with your friends, especially because obviously we were in a party. And so like I had a lot of times I played Thermite if I was an attacker or sledge. And so Andrew would see like a reinforced wall that would be really beneficial. And he'd be like, Liz, come here. And I, so he was actually helping me because I didn't realize like, oh, that's where I need to go. And, and then I also wanted to ask you guys what your favorite characters were, because like I said, Thermite was one of my favorites. I didn't unlock a lot, but he would breach reinforced walls. Sledge would, um, he would open windows and walls and stuff with one hit instead of three. And then Defender I was always about Capkin. Is that how you say it? Yeah. And I would lay traps. And sometimes I would even come in third place. And <laughs> it was all because of Capkin. I would always race to get him. I mean, I unlocked others like Castle, but I hadn't used him yet. Because, like, thankfully, nobody went after my character. But did you guys have a favorite? Recruit, mostly. Mostly just <laughs> a lot of recruit. <laughs> Because um, I spent more time worrying about why I couldn't than I did trying to actually buy characters because I'd forget and I'm like, ah, crap. Maybe I'll do it later. And then I never would. I did buy Castle. He's all right, I guess. I was still really bad and I still got shot a lot from places I didn't see. So it didn't really seem to make a difference. So for me, I loved Mira as a defender or Frost. Frost would lay down bear traps. Mira could actually put up a bulletproof window that was a one-way view. So it was great to kind of like set up and you could actually see down hallways and then you could actually destroy the window and create a murder hole and just shoot everyone in the room. That seems so cool. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. Um, as attacker, Sledge was fun because if it was a building where you could actually destroy the floor, he was really nifty to have mm-hmm. if they didn't reinforce it. Uh, but I, there wasn't too many for go-to for attackers. I'd always kind of mix it up a little bit. There was one that I never used. I, I didn't unlock them, but they can make your cell phone go off. I just thought it was really interesting how many unique abilities there were. And so that actually keeps me wanting to play too, because there's so many people I haven't unlocked that I want to. Yeah. So as far as the operators go, so it's kind of like a hero-based shooter where who you pick is what abilities you get and what kind of guns you get. I will say, I think they do a really solid job balancing the operators a lot of them do play pretty well hand in hand as to like what they can do. So like you have one guy who can actually create like shock traps. So as people are laying down barbed wires, he can actually add like an electrical effect to them. You have some people like Capkin or Frost who can actually lay down traps. What was the one? I forget his name. Like called Punker or he was the big shield guy, but it was hard to shoot. But he obviously had the big shield covering. Montag. Montag. Tachanka. Tachanka. No, Tachanka was the mountain So this game <laughs> has a very famous character named Tachanka, and he is so bad that he is a hilarious meme. You can easily look him up online. Everyone always calls him our great lord and savior, Tachanka, because he is like by far the worst champion or operator. Even in, in the pro leagues, if a team is destroying another team, they'll pull out Tachanka and everyone in the stadium will go berserk because they're picking the most awful person. Just to and troll. It's just meant to be, and it's just to troll people. Mm-hmm. But I will say, actually, as of the day that we're recording, they actually revamped him. He now, instead of having a mounted turret, has a grenade launcher. So they actually finally fixed Tachanka. Well, maybe. I guess. <laughs> they tried. You gotta what try was him. I thinking of? <clears throat> I don't know. Is the, that who you're talking about? The big sh- he has a big shield in front of him. You're talking about a riot shield. <coughs> yeah. Well, there's multiple. 
There's okay. Flash, there's Montag, there's Clash. Okay, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> and Fuse also has one. But um but yeah, I felt like a lot of the operators were nicely balanced. If you're playing on ranked or ranked, you actually go through a banning stage and you can actually pick who you wanna each team picks one defender to band and one attacker to band. I will notice I I have noticed that on defenders, there is one particular operator. I actually bought her to see why everyone always banned her, but her name was Clash. She had a right shield, and you could actually electrocute people with the right shield. I thought she was just okay. I didn't find her to be incredibly overpowering. So you just charge people? Yeah, I mean, you have a right shield, but it's actually a right shield that can damage enemies. But the damage it does is very minimal. Mm. But it, it, she's just very unique because she's a defender with a right shield, which she's the like, only one that does that. But yeah, I actually thought this game is really solidly balanced, even when it comes to the guns. Every operator only has normally has like one to two loadouts, different guns you could pick. Some have three, some have one. But I never hated a gun. Since the time to kill is so quick in this game, I felt like I could take a pistol and still hold my own. And I actually really enjoyed that. Because playing games like Call of Duty, everybody picks the same gun. Everyone uses like the MP5. But in this, it it didn't matter. Like as long as you were good at pulling the trigger. You could do well. Well, I mean, that's good because you don't really have time to pick what you want. Yeah. But also, it makes it even more embarrassing when somebody knifes you. <laughs> I remember, I think it only happened once, but I was in the stairway and some guy came up and shanked me and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're not really head on a swivel, you're just going to get just <laughs> murdered in this game. And that was my problem is I'm, I'm not good at scanning a room like i that's why i like as far as shooters i like the games like apex and, and call of duty there's a little more time to kill i have a little bit of time to you know try and take cover and heal up and approach that fight differently but if i don't know you're there i'm dead and <laughs> i just i it's not the game's fault it's my fault so i, I don't want to take it away from it but it, it's just why i just struggle so much with it yeah, I feel like, too, there, there's different lines of defense. So I, a lot of the times, like, for instance, if we're defending the, the bomb or a hostage, I would stay closer to them. So, and someone like Andrew, who's obviously better at shooting and is more tactical, like, I feel like you are usually out more. Yeah. So I felt like people kind of had, like, their own, like, place that they wanted to be. So I felt like it was easier for me that way because I'm, I'm not as good. I would just try to be, like, the second line. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And I and I did like playing this game when we had a full group of us. Like, yes. at the very least, it was it was fun at that point because I could laugh about it, and you know maybe I could find a group if I'm playing online. But it's just about any game that's hard to do, uh, regardless of the community. So like, it's fun to play with your friends. I will say that. I feel yeah. like there needs to be more though. Like I felt like the maps and. And what you're doing every time is really similar. And that's why I actually really liked the Halloween mode that I was talking about earlier. And I hope they have another one soon. I thought it was a lot of fun. So you wake up as Muppets, right? Yeah, which was really cool. Yeah, and then you're you're killing people and then you collect the candy that they drop. And you can also collect candy from, like, your team. And it kind of, like, negates their point or they can't get that point, I guess. Yeah. And so for me, it was kind of, there's no friendly fire in this, unlike the other one, but it was just kind of like pandemonium. Like, I feel like sometimes I would actually be pretty good, and other times I would just 
I just go around collecting candy. Yeah, you knew so if bad. you couldn't shoot people, you could at least participate by collecting things. Exactly. <laughs> I'm doing things. It's, yeah, because basically, I was gonna say. I mean, if it's familiar with Call of Duty as an as an only reference, it's basically kill confirmed is what it is. But yeah. I did like that mode. It had was it was it a queen reference? I think one of the times when you wake up, she she looks around. And she, I think the quote is, "Is this real life or is it just candy fantasy?" <laughs> I think that's a queen reference, but we'll never know now because it's gone. Yeah, I will say that's that's one thing that's a little disappointing. Uh, as far as the base game goes, there's essentially kind of three game modes. There's uh, a hold a point where it's a bioweapon and basically as the attackers, you just got to sit on the point for like 30 seconds, you win the match. There's a hostage one where the attackers have to grab the hostage and extract them. And then the third one is a bomb one where there's two bombs and the attackers have to put a diffuser at one of the bomb sites. So it's very much like Counter-Strike. So the three modes, they're very similar. So you're not really getting much variety when it comes to playing Rainbow Six. I mean, I know they, they keep obviously updating this game and they keep coming with holiday events. I know they've had a horde mode uh, during last Halloween, I think it was, where you actually were like five people and you were like surviving in a building as aliens were attacking. So this game will actually keep coming out with some really cool and fun, interesting game modes. It's just unfortunate they're seasonal. You can't really revisit them after. But it at least makes things interesting. It mixes things up. Horde mode could be fun. I would like that. I still think I would want to pick it up with a group, but it sounds like it would be fun. But the next thing I want to kind of talk about is, since this, of course is a straight multiplayer game, you know there are microtransactions. So what did you guys think overall the microtransactions? Like there's obviously a bunch of skins you can get. There are some loot boxes you can get. How did you guys feel about them? I know Liz, you're obviously new to these kind of things. Oh, I I wasn't really paying attention to it. I didn't notice it. I saw complaints about it online, but I, yeah, it doesn't bother because I mean, there's nothing that you can buy that, is really important for the game, right? Like, yeah, it's not. It's definitely not it's pay just to win. cosmetic. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like eh, if if you want to pay more money to get, you know, I don't, I don't care. I didn't really look at it much from a value perspective. It definitely looked like there was a lot of it, I suppose, but I I really wasn't interested. I was more just mad at the fact that I wasn't gonna get my free cha- my free characters or that I couldn't figure out how to. I do now, um, but. But ultimately, I I didn't really look at the value of it because I just wasn't interested because, yeah, I figured it was all cosmetic and I would never play this game enough. So I will say overall, I as far as multiplayer games go, I didn't think this was too predatory. Yeah, nothing's pay to win. Um, as far as the loot box system goes, you have a roulette wheel, which is, I actually thought was kind of a cool system at first. So if you win, you have a chance to spin the roulette wheel. And if you don't win a prize your percentage chance of winning increases by like, I think it was like 2.5%. If you lose, you don't get to spin the wheel, but you still get increased chance to next time you do spin it. I, I know it's kind of weird me ex- like how I'm explaining it, but when you see it, it, it's kind of nifty. You're talking about those packs that you would get? Yeah. So if you're incredibly lucky, like one of those kids that every time opened a Pokemon card pack, you would always get like a gold Charizard. I always hated those people. You could essentially win a lot of packs from in a row your chances are pretty slim but if you're one of those kids that are naturally lucky you can end up getting a lot and as far as opening up the packs 
you would only get one cosmetic item, but all of them I thought were really solid. Because as far as the loot packs go, there is no garbage in them. <laughs> Any game you play, Call of Duty, Apex, Overwatch, you always have like these pointless things you're winning. You know, quips, sprays, uh, weird poses. Like, there's none of that. You're Don't knock strictly... a good spray. <laughs> you're strictly getting gun cosmetic, character cosmetics. And I actually like that. So anytime I got a pack, it's like, sweet, I'm actually getting a decent cosmetic reward. And as far as like buying new operators, if you don't get the operators and you have to work for them, the original operators, I think there's like 20 of them or so, they cost a thousand RP, uh, Renown, which is, like I said, will take you about like three or four games. But then when you get to the newer ones, they cost 15,000. So they actually end up taking quite a while to start unlocking some of the other ones later down. But even then, I was able to buy three of them and... I'm only clearance level 30, like I'm my count's only level 30. So it doesn't take too long to unlock these people. If you're starting from the beginning, it will take you a while. Oh, that reminds me of something. Don't you have to be a clearance level 5 to play, um, what's it called? Oh, yeah, custom game. That is, yes. yeah, I forgot about which that, which I thought was, I thought was weird. weird. Yeah, yeah, if you're playing with people, your count level has to be at least 5 to create a, a custom game, which I thought was a little weird. But also, too... In order to play ranked, you have to be level 50, which for me, I felt like was a really high like clearance level. Like to get your count to 50, I don't know if they did that because they expect people to have more operators at that point or something. I don't know. For me, 50 seems so high. I remember Smite, in order to play ranked, you just had to own a certain number of gods. And I'm surprised they just didn't do that. Hey, if you have 20 operators or so, then you can play ranked. But no, you have to get to 50. I put over a day in this game, and I'm only 30, so I haven't even been able to play ranked. Dang. I, yeah, see, I think that's where there's kind of a missed opportunity there. Like Games like Smite and really just about any hero-based game that doesn't or that you have to unlock characters has like a rotating weekly set of characters that you can play. Yeah. And so I thought that would have been nice because – or even having like a base of – two or three options to choose from the fact that your only option is recruit and then you have to buy one attack and one defense like it's just it, i don't know it, i don't feel like that's a good setup for the game and it doesn't make you want to come back well i don't want to say it doesn't want to make you come back but it's just not very incentivized i would say yeah i fully agree with that because like i said i noticed when i was playing on ranked everyone was banning clash and i'm like why is everyone banning her so there wasn't a place for me to go try her out or anything like that, see if I like her. No, I had to buy her. And then I played her and I was like, I don't really care for her. <laughs> She's not for me. So it's like, great, well, I own her, but I can't do anything with her. She was expensive, right? Yeah, she was She was like 15000 So yeah, it would be kind of nice if they had like a rotating. So speaking of the operators too, one of the things that I absolutely loved, the original operators have a bio video and... My word, even though this game is, what, five years old now, the operator videos are gorgeous. Granted, any of the cutscenes, there's very few in this game. They do such an amazing job with the detail, with, like, the particles and the dust and just the attention to detail. It is really, 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 really good looking. So, unfortunately, only the original operators have a bio video. I was hoping they'd create more for, like, some of the new ones. But overall, I really enjoyed the graphics. Because I think the map designs are really good. They actually felt kind of lived in. Or like run down at least. But 
I thought the graphics and presentation of this game was fantastic. I thought I I do agree. I think the graphics were really really good. I guess I see what you're saying as far as the how the feeling of the maps were, but overall I thought they were. I don't. Th- I guess I just didn't think they were all that interesting. It was just a lot of corners and windows, and I got lost in it, and I didn't like it. So it's probably just a me thing again. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely you because you are wrong. Because the main mm-hmm. thing I wanted here. to bring this up because of the candy fight. I the the amount of detail in just that map for the candy fight was amazing because whenever you would shoot things, one you were shooting like little paintballs, but if you shot like a gingerbread man, they would do like some sort of animation. Like anything you shot in that map would either do some weird sound or an animation. And I thought just the detail of it was really impressive. And then the fact that your characters are like these woven muppets, I thought they looked fantastic. Which I I mean, I think that the main maps that you use, though, are a bit samey. Like, uh, for me, I, I didn't see, like, a huge, huge difference. Like, it didn't, like, feel like someplace new. So I kind of get where it's like, oh, you do kind of feel like you're playing, like, the same maps over and over and over again. I and... would disagree with that, too. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, well, well, prove it then, Mr. <laughs> I know it all. Okay. I mean, if you're playing Newcomer Playlist, you have three maps you're basically playing. You're playing The Bank, which... Feels very much like a bank. You're playing a winter cabin level. And then you have, what was the third one? I can't remember what the third one was, but it was like a rundown building. But they actually did a good job with like kind of different country locales. Like some sometimes you're in a nightclub. Sometimes you're in a ruin. Sometimes you're in an abandoned theme park. I, okay, I so I think to like, now that you're mentioning these different places, I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, there, that was a bank. I think sometimes when you're so into it like i kind of wasn't being you know extra careful with what was around me (laughs) yeah so i i think that you're probably right i just think that like the color palette was very much the same with everyone and so that's why i think it kind of felt the same but yeah i'll i'll give it to you with that one but i remember playing the intro video and i turned to andrew and i was like this is stunning like this is ridiculous at what point are the graphics so good that you just like shoot a video because like <laughs> some of the faces like they look like people like i know like i say all the time that in video games people cannot do mouths like it seemed like people walking like they look seeing like people them you walk- know no what you said they look okay, like people you heard you know? that too no, there's, there was two characters that actually look like people that I, that i know like dad <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, they look like people that that you would know. Oh, oh, so they're not actually people you recognize. No, two of them actually look like people that I know. But I, the, I'm not saying they're so identical, both. though. I don't understand why that's so weird. Like, you've never met somebody and you're like, oh, yeah, this guy looks like so-and-so. Like, that's I, not weird. I can't say I've ever played a game and been like, oh, that looks like my friend Jerry. I mean, I will say one of, the operators, one of the operators look like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah right? You guys kept saying that. So why is it weird if they look like someone I know? You know Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> I do. Anyways, I want to go back super quick to like the, you talk about the Muppets. Yep. And another I thing. Thought, yep. I thought it was weird that like they didn't really have unique abilities. So you're just like, let's just pick one. It doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, because it was meant to be kind of like a level... Because that game mode wasn't really meant to be tactical. The whole purpose of playing the main game is to be tactical and set up strategies and choke points I and everything. I still think it would be cool, though, if you had someone who was, like, friends that's, like, really good at jumping or... I don't know. Because they're Muppets. They can be, like, extra, I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. 
Just like a weird thought. But anyways, <laughs> graphics. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought they were spectacular. I think that they're some of the best realistic graphics I've seen. They might be the best I've seen. Yeah, and I, I especially love the attention to detail when it came to like the destructibility. So obviously when it comes to like brick, you can't those are non destructible walls, but majority of the levels are made out of wood. And even if you melee your gun, you create just like basically a dent. And I was actually really impressed with just the attention to detail with the destruction. And it, some of the maps get crazy when the grenades are flying and explosions are going on and some of the walls are just completely gone. Yeah, I think the attention to detail is really impressive. See, that's where I think I didn't notice. Like, oh, yeah, this is a bank. I was just like, oh, crap, that wall's gone. Crap, that wall's gone. Stay away from the window. <laughs> that was usually what I was worried about. And, and yeah. Keith, I'm pretty sure, I think it was you. Weren't you the one who was complaining about some of the sound effects? Was it? I don't think so. Was it so. you or our friend Max? I think but, it was Max. But cause... this is definitely a game you need to have a headset with. Yeah, it's. I think it's really good overall. I think the sounds are good. The glass breaking. I don't know. I had no complaints it, about it. There was footsteps. no butt rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. I The footsteps are not overly like loud like i I've, there's been some call of duties where it sounds like people are like stomping like elephants i actually felt like this game had a perfect balance of the sound of footsteps if you actually go slow you can actually be very quiet and try to get the drop on people but if you're someone who's just sprinting around if you're close enough yeah you can perfectly hear and figure out where they are i actually thought the sound design was really impressive i just ran and that's why you died a lot <laughs> I would like to say, no, now that you bring that up, so I, I did look it up and I have the uh, the worst death ratio, but out of all of us, I had the number one PvP win ratio. Ooh. You can make fun of me that I died a lot, but uh, I was number one at something. It's because you only played with Do you me know what that means? and I always got you Ws. If I'm number one at something, that means that you're not number one at something. Okay, so but, just... but you're saying ratio, okay? So if you play five games and win four of them, yeah, you're going to have an amazing ratio. I, I play way more than five games. Don't I'm, minimize I'm saying, my achievements. I'm just saying if you play less games. You sound real rude right now. <laughs> You're the one who's Be being happy rude. for your wife. You're trying to smack talk when you have nothing to back out. Because you said that's when you die all the time. <laughs> you are the person at the bottom of the team who's sending me rage messages, even though I'm number one. I got number three sometimes. <laughs> anyway. See, I that's why I liked playing with you in a party, because then I could just rage at you per- in person. <laughs> why didn't you kill those four people, Andrew? <laughs> Carry us harder. The no, back is killing me over here. <laughs> but good job with that, babe. Number one. Seems so insincere <laughs> now. But anyways, like the intro music I thought was just very kind of mellow. Like when you first boot up the game, I didn't really, I don't think I really noticed music or sound effects really. <laughs> just being honest. <laughs> I mean, definitely part of the problem. Uh, and then of course, another thing that I really enjoyed is the achievements. As far as a multiplayer game goes, Usually when it comes to multiplayer games, they can be very difficult. And I actually think Rainbow Six Siege has a really nice balance for the achievements. That's your favorite word this episode, balance. This game is all about balance, I guys. Mean, the game's been out for five years. If a game's not balanced after five years, there's a problem. <laughs> but I think I think Rainbow Six Siege is in a really nice spot. So, I'm yes. just saying that... Like, this you is sound really rude right now. <laughs> Andrew, 630 out of 1,000. You got 33 achievements out of 48. 
Keith, 165 with seven achievements, and me, 280 with 14 mm. achievements. The one thing that I really enjoyed, majority of these achievements, this is a game that will sprinkle achievements at you. And in order to get a lot of the achievements, this is another tip. Make sure you are playing either quick play or unranked. You will not get any achievements if you're playing, or you might get some, but if you're playing the seasonal modes or if you're playing a custom mode or if you're playing the newcomer playlist, you won't get many achievements. But if you're doing quick play or unranked or ranked, yeah, you'll just get achievements for like, oh, killing 10 people with a submachine gun, 10 ten kills with a pistol, yeah, 10 matches, and reinforcing 20 walls. That's it cute, just... Andrew. You, you're assuming I'm going to kill 10 people. <laughs> I mean, you can get the achievement for playing 10 matches. I mean, that's probably part of your 165 right there. Beat Cat can. I, I kill people with my traps. <laughs> she didn't have to be in the room and she could kill people. I'm assuming they were already damaged, but, you know. <laughs> I just do it by accident. So, yeah, overall, I probably wouldn't recommend it for achievement hunters. I mean, it is a multiplayer game, so it all depends on kind of the pace you're getting some of these achievements. But overall, it's you're going to get quite a bit, at least, which is nice. All right, and then getting into our final thoughts... Keith, why don't you start us off? What did you think of Rainbow Six? I don't know why I'm going first. This wasn't oh, my fine. pick. Fine, I'll go first. Yeah. What, like, we just suddenly change it because Tuesday? I don't know. <laughs> so, getting to my final thoughts. Overall, like I said, I have, a huge, I have a huge history with Rainbow Six games. I love them. I am really disappointed that there isn't a single player. Because uh, before this was Rainbow Six Siege... Uh, some people might remember this actually was supposed to be called Rainbow Six Patriot and they had a trailer and it looked amazing where you actually like went down like the Golden Gate Bridge and you were like fighting through crowds of people trying to run away. It was an amazing trailer. I was so pumped for that game and it just got scrapped and people thought no Rainbow Six game was coming out, but then they came out with Siege. I'm kind of bummed that they didn't at least salvage some of the missions or something like that and created like a small single player game. But with that being said, I still think this is a really, really great multiplayer game. I always loved the multiplayer aspect of Rainbow Six, so this just being a straight multiplayer game, it's great. I have a few gripes with it. I know on PC it is free to play. I don't know why they didn't make it for console. I'm at least glad now it's on Game Pass. This is I love that it was on Game Pass because I can now finally convince friends to come over and play with me because this game is great with friends. I love the diversity of the operators. I think a lot of them have some great skills, but no one felt overpowered. Overall, this is a fantastic game. If you're a huge fan of Counter-Strike, you will love this game. Uh, for me, I'm giving it a 85. You should definitely check it out. That is a solid, solid review. Thank you. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to follow that. I think I think graphically... Was it a subpar the, review? You know, I mean, it came from you, so yes. But all in all, very well done. As a whole, I, I don't have any complaints with the game. I think the graphics are great. I think the way they build the destructibility in the levels is very good. The sound sound diversity, good. I am so terrible at this game. I just wouldn't pick it up and play it. And I wouldn't not recommend it to somebody, especially now that it's on Game Pass. I would have never recommend someone to pay for it, but... It's it's good, and I can see why it still has a, an overall game base after five years. So I think as a score, I, I have to give it an 80, even though I just didn't like it. So I'm going to give it an 85. 
like Andrew. I really liked the game. I just wanted more. And it just felt a bit samey match after match when it's always like 5v5. And, you know, I was actually playing a little bit of Apex with Andrew the other night. And I haven't played that since I played with you, Keith. I did not do well. But there was something about, like, not knowing when you're going to run into enemies and things like that that kind of kept it fresh. And I just felt like this game just needed more, I guess. And I just missed the I, I just missed the Halloween mode. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest. That's that's why I'm just like kind of bummed. Your face looks so crushed when you were like, "Can we do the candy mode?" And I was like, "It's gone." And you were like, "No." <laughs> you looked like the saddest kid. <laughs> but looking at Metacritic, 74 and seven from users. Something to note though is that a lot of the reviews came from 2015, and there were a lot of server issues when this first came out. I mean, oh yeah, it was listed I that. so much. And so that really did skew the numbers. And then um, one critic agreed with me. It's not perfect, but it can be great fun. We just wish there was more of it. And that was a 70 right there. But yeah, I just, I mean, the graphics alone, I just have to give it a lot of points. I was, I was floored. I just love them so much. (laughs) I didn't think I could feel this way about graphics. (laughs) (laughs) Which is surprising because I, I don't think this is the best graphic. I said like realistic wise. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Gears 5 was really I guess realistic. that was, yeah, no, you're right. I guess Gears 5 too. I mean, I forget other games. I just, <laughs> I have a mind like a sieve. And so, yeah, you're right. There are other great games graphically that we played. But this one, it's just like, I remember just being in awe watching that first video. Liz, positive spin. Not mind like a sieve. You just live in the moment. Yes, I like that. I'm just living <laughs> in the moment, guys. <laughs> and just like, I'm going to hear that all the time. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate that. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you so much to Rune for recommending this game. Uh, we have some other listener requests coming up. We've been getting some emails. Uh, if you have a game you'd like to recommend and want us to check out, you can email us at gamepassgrabback at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Uh, I should hopefully have a video of us, all of us, playing together on Rainbow Six Siege. So, should come check that out sometime. We are on YouTube, Game Pass Grab Bag. Just Google us and you'll find us. Uh, we also have a PayPal set up on our Facebook, so if you feel so inclined to support us, you're welcome to. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01F2. I'm also on Twitch with the same name. I was just wondering how long it would take for you to start talking again. Um, I've been Keith. I've been really bad at this game. And I'll talk to you next week. I'm Liz Anoop, gamertag, come on, I'm Dean. And I'm on Twitter at Liz Anoop, Noob, Hi, everybody. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.